The Clay County girls get ready for a big district battle with Clark Range after a loss to York Institute. The York Institute boys prepare for a good team in Jackson County coming to town for a district battle. And the White County Warriorettes are looking for some more consistency as they get back into 7 AAA play. Joined now by head coach Dana McWilliams of the Upperman Girls Basketball Program. A big win for the Lady Bees over Cumberland County last night in 7 AAA play 41-25. You guys improved to 18-2 on the season, 3-1 in district play. And coach, that's that's a really good Lady Jets ball club. How did the girls get the job done last night? Yes, uh, Cumberland County is a, a really a good team in our area. They uh, won our uh, conference last year in the regular season and got um, basically their entire starting lineup back. So, you know, it was a really good win for us. I think, you know, a really good defensive effort from our team. Uh, I heard they kind of got it back. You guys had the lead at halftime. They got it back to within a possession or two starting out that second half. And you kind of mentioned that defense went on a nice little run, getting some stops late in the second half to pull away with that win. How good has the defense been this season, and especially here in the new year in the last few games? For the most part, uh, we've been uh, fairly strong defensively. We've had a, a few games that obviously we weren't our best in, but Overall, I think, you know, they, we've done a pretty good job, uh, on the defensive end, just trying to, you know, carry over from, from what we, we try to do year in and year out is, uh, you know, have some things that, that we really take pride in on the defensive end. Coach, uh, coming into this season, obviously it was going to be a little bit different team. You still have some mainstays, Abigail Johnson, one of those, Jayla Cobb, another, but you lose Brooklyn Crouch, had a great group of seniors from last year's state championship team, so it was going to be a little bit different. How has this team adjusted this year, and who has really stepped up into their own and played some really good basketball so that you guys are able to play at the level you're playing at right now? We did lose, you know, Brooklyn Crouch and Emma Conrady, who were big assets to our, our program last year. And, 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 you know, in my experience, you don't try to replace kids like Brooklyn Crouch. You just try to find a new way to play and, and find what fits your, what your, fits your team uh, and your team makeup for the next year. And, you know, when you get to start your team with uh, Jayla Cobb and Abigail Johnson, that's, that's not, not too bad of a way to get started. And, <laughs> We've, uh, you know, we we've got two freshmen that are they're having a, you know, a really great year. Taylor Delante is, um, you know, shooting over forty percent from the three point line for us. Become a really good rebounder, good defensive player, really becoming a complete player. Um, has had had a great season thus far, and, and Gracie Butler has stepped up and gotten in the lineup in the past three or four games and really made a huge difference for us uh, on the defensive and offensive end of the court. You know, we knew Grace was going to be a special player, and um seems like she's, you know, picking at the right time for us. But we also have a, a lot of good uh, kids who, who play a great role for us. Bella Mullins and Gracie uh, Hamilton, you know, they, they kind of share a position in a way, and uh both of them have improved tremendously on the defensive end and offensively, too. And, you know, they help us handle the ball. They, uh, they give us a lot of stability out there, and we also have uh, Bella Stiles and uh, KK Delante, who've uh, played a lot of valuable minutes for us this year, and uh, you know play a huge role uh, for us in our success too. And we have a lot of kids that you know come in off the bench when we need something in particular, other than those guys. And um, we, we're fortunate to to have a pretty deep team uh, and a lot of different options. 
Talking with head coach Dana McWilliams of the Upperman Girls Basketball Program right here on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, you kind of mentioned uh, adjusting to the personnel on your team for this season instead of trying to replace great players like Brooklyn Crouch or Emma Conradi from last season. Looking at the team this year, what kind of adjustments have you had to make? Is it anything too different from last year to this year? It's a little different. You know, Brooklyn was, uh, you know, uh, had been our four-year starter at the point guard position. So that's, that's changed a lot. You know, we've had uh, um, four years uh, I had a Kira Levy and then Brooklyn Crouch came in and then I have four years of Brooklyn Crouch. So for eight years, we've kind of had the same, you know, we had four solid years with, with a Kira and four solid years with Brooklyn. So trying to make an adjustment and, and filling that point guard position, you know, Jayla Cobb and Bella Mullins actually kind of shared that position. So that's changed a little bit. Um, we've got, Added, you know, great shooters in uh, Taylor, Delente, and and a great scorer in Gracie Butler. So, you know, we we just try to fit uh, how they play and and help that mesh within, you know, great post play from Abigail Johnson and um, you know, J- Abigail and Jayla are, are two, in my opinion, of the best players in the state of Tennessee. Yeah, they played very well last year and obviously having some great seasons this year as well. You guys in a team, just the two losses so far and against some really good teams in White County and Alcoa as well in a close ball game. At this point in the season in mid-January, what are you guys focusing on in practice? We're just trying to, you know, improve on some little things, keep keep working. A lot doesn't change for us at this point in, in the season. We're just trying to fine-tune some things and we we definitely see things that, we still haven't uh, completely got in a perfect rhythm that that we want and hopefully can get to uh, by tournament time. But not a lot changes for us in in practice at this point of the season. Really just, you know, keep working on the same things that that we always do. Stay in 7 AAA play coming up on Friday. A big matchup with Livingston Academy. Of course, they're undefeated in district play so far with wins against Cumberland County and White County in their last two games. What do you expect to see from the Lady Wildcats Friday night at home? You know, anytime you play Livingston Academy, you know you're going to be in for a fight. Uh, you know, Coach Riddle does such a great job there. Uh, she's an incredible coach. She's had tons of success there. Um, always has her team prepared. And if you're not on your A game, uh, that's a team that definitely uh, can and will beat you. Uh, They've got a lot of talent coming back from last year. Um, So, uh, you know, we we know that um, they obviously that I think they've only got three losses on the season undefeated in our uh, district play. So we're we're expecting uh, nothing but great competition. Coach, lastly, what do you want to see your girls do well Friday night? You know, well, obviously we we hope we're good on both ends, offensively and defensively. But we just try to stay focused one game at a time and make sure we do all the little things and the non-negotiables in our program. And uh, hopefully, then uh, it'll work out in in our favor. All right, that's head coach Dana McWilliams with the Upperman Girls Basketball Program as they get ready for a big seven AAA matchup coming up with Livingston Academy on Friday night. Coach, we appreciate the time. Good luck Friday night. Thank you. Joined now by head coach Kevin Thomas of the Jackson County Blue Devils Boys Basketball Program. Big win over Monterey last night, 53-41 to to improve to 2-0 in district play. And coach, I'll start it there. How'd the guys get the job done against Monterey last night? Oh, I just thought we played a complete game on both ends of the floor. The kids really played well together, and it was an emotional game for us. And 
And, uh, you know, they just, I thought they stayed steady throughout the, throughout the game of trying to do what we asked them to do, the game plan, and, and we was able to come home with a victory. Of course, a big district game for you guys. And taking on one of your former players and Trey Monet as well, who played for Jackson County just a season ago. Do you think that might have helped you in your game plan defensively at all, trying to slow him down a little bit? Well, there's no doubt it helps, you know, knowing the player a little bit and what their tendencies are and, you know, and that kind of thing. So, you know, we're able to, you know, to, to put a game plan together. And, you know, Trey's a really good player. I mean, he he's really explosive scoring the ball and, and uh, just a great young man. And, you know, every game's going to be different. And just last night we happened to, you know, be on the uh, on the winning end of it. And, and I'm sure we're going to see him down the road one more time and possibly in the tournament. So it won't be the last time we play each other. Well, Coach, uh, your team playing some pretty good basketball right now. You've won nine ball games in a row. What's really been working over the last month or so for you guys? Well, the first thing, just the continuity. These kids really enjoy playing together. Uh, you know, and I think that's that's one of our big, biggest attributes is, you know, we're playing re- well together and meshing and pulling for one another. And, and there's no doubt on the defensive end, they bought into us trying to do what we need to do defensively with uh, what we're, uh, you know, how we're preparing for teams. And then, and then I just think we're rebounding the ball very well on the defensive end and, you know, allowing people to one shot. And that really helps because people's shooting percentage goes ways up, way up on that second shot. And, and we're doing that well and taking care of the ball. We've, uh, we've had really good point guard play from Hayden Stacy and, and not turning it over. So, you know, if we can continue to play defense and, and take care of the ball on offense and give ourselves an opportunity. Coach, obviously the district in general a lot different this year. Of course, uh, we just talked about Trey, who's at Monterey now, still in the district. But also York, uh, they don't have a, a Division One athlete uh, from last year playing again this year, but still a really good ball club. In terms of district play, you guys have a couple of wins now. What, what is the outlook for this district here in 2A this year? Well, I, I've said this before. I, I just think from top to bottom, one through eight, uh, York's the most talented. Uh, they've just got a really good good group. And Watton Barger coming over from Pickett mm-hmm. County has really helped them. I think he's been their leading scorer the last few games. Uh, you know, I do think uh, Bledsoe County is an improved team. Uh, you know, uh, us and Monterey is able to beat them, but I could just tell – that I just think they're a, they're a better basketball team. I think they're they're capable of beating any of us on a given night. I really do. Uh, I think one through four, just with Sequatchie County, just looking at their scores and on film, you know, I think it should be uh, York, us, Monterey, and Bledsoe in that top four. And and uh, I really truly believe the tournament will be a great tournament. I think any of those four have a possibility of winning it. You know, uh, just to, you know, if someone plays really well and some other somebody plays below average. So, you know, that's part of tournament time. But uh, we hope we're right there in the thick of things, and and uh, hopefully we learn how to play in close games. Definitely going to be very competitive and, and a lot of fun, like you mentioned, in 5-2A this year. Talking with head coach Kevin Thomas of the Jackson County Blue Devils Boys Basketball Program right here on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, I know when we had talked to, at the beginning of the season, you said you were still trying to kind of find the rotation. You were dealing with uh, some players who either didn't come out or some newer players that had come in, and you were dealing with some injuries as well. Uh, how much has it gotten better now that you have somewhat of a routine and you have a little bit of a rotation down pat? Well, it's gotten much better. Uh, 
you know, we had some kids when we had some kids not come back. We had some kids had to step into different roles, and and uh, they've done a good job with that. And just getting Jordan back there last week, uh, we've had to kind of make a little adjustment about some playing time and doing some things a little bit different. But we pretty well know who our first seven's going to be. We know that for a fact who our first seven's going to be and kind of how we're going to rotate out of that. And I and I do have some kids that can play different. Uh, positions and so we're going to kind of have to go through that process the next couple of weeks of saying hey you know in this lineup you're going to be playing on this wing spot or you're going to be playing the four spot in this lineup and and uh and we and hopefully i'm not hopefully but i am fortunate to to have some seniors that uh understand that and know that you know that i want to have to do a little bit different role each depending on who i'm in with and and I got some guys that really understand. You know, I, tonight I may have to be able, need to score a little more, and on a different night I may not need to score as much. So, uh, you know, that's just with that being the case. I just really like my basketball team. They just such a great group to coach, and and I, and it's all about you know Jackson County getting a win versus it is me getting points. Coach, you mentioned Jordan Arroyo in there, and that great to hear that he is back and playing basketball again. I remember. I actually saw him in that football game against Livingston Academy when he suffered that injury, so great to hear that he's back in there and making a difference for you guys. Coach, here in mid-January, in practice, what are you guys really focusing on? Well, you know, uh, right now with getting Jordan back, we have to get him in kind of sync a little bit, you know, offensively. uh, You know, he, he played on the wing last year, and we really thought we moved him to the four this past summer, and and uh, he really was – he had a really good summer. And then, of course, the injury happened. And so we're moving him back in there at that spot at the four. Uh, you know, he still doesn't trust his knee completely. He's not playing as, as explosive. I told him that, you know, we met. That's going to get better each and every night. I mean, you know, he played a little better last night than he did uh, the game before. Uh, but uh, it's really made a difference. Jordan's just been such a good kid and a leader. And, you know, a kid that started for three years for me. I mean, he's played in big games, and just like last night, the atmosphere doesn't bother him. The, the, it was a great atmosphere, tournament atmosphere last night, and, and he's just such a calm presence on the floor. He's such a good passer, and, uh, you know, he's just going to make us better offensively, and and uh, he's, he's coming a long ways. He's excited about getting a place of basketball here at the end of his senior year. Well, you mentioned some good atmospheres. You guys have a fun one coming up on Friday against York Institute, which we talked about a little bit. You mentioned how they've got a lot of talent this year. They just fell to a very good Clay County team last night, but they've been playing some really good basketball as of late. What do you know about this Dragons team, and what's the outlook coming up on Friday? Well, uh, they were up by three going into the fourth quarter there last night, and and Clay County just had an explosive fourth quarter there, I think, scoring 28. they're, you know, York's, they're long, like I said, with Bilbrey and Wattenbarger, and I can't remember the freshman's name coming in, and, uh, you know, with Lefew and York at the Garden, Canasser. I mean, they really have a solid eight players. I don't, just right now from what I'm uh, looking at, I mean, there's not a lot of things you can try to take away. It's, it's kind of like, you know, if you take this away, this kid's going to be able to do this. So, you know, I think it's going to be of a, a game that we come in and kind of fill each other out and and uh, go from there. And I really do think that both teams rebound the ball well and and uh, you know and 
So, and, and they're playing a bunch of juniors along with a kid moving in and a freshman. So, you know, I really believe that, you know, whoever comes out and plays the best, I mean, them playing at home, obviously, they're probably going to shoot the ball a little bit better. But, uh, you know, I, I just think that we have a team that I feel like that we can, you know, go into somebody, somebody, somebody else's gym and, and, uh, 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 be a factor at the end of the game. I mean, we just, you know, I do think my seniors have been in big games and, and if we'll continue to take care of the ball, we'll give ourselves a chance. Had some really fun matchups with them last year. Going to be another fun one this year. Jackson County taking on York coming up in Friday on in district play. That's head coach Kevin Thomas with the Jackson County Blue Devils. Coach, we appreciate the time. Oh, thank you very much. I appreciate you. Joined by head coach Matt Walker of the Clay County Girls Basketball Program right here on the High School Playbook. Coach fell to a really good York team last night, 55-30, to for just your fourth loss of the season. What did the Dragonettes do a good job of to make it tough on your team last night? They're just so, so good defensively. You know, I think all, all five of their girls, plus the ones off the bench, buying the defense and I mean, they're there on the catch. You know, they track you and they recover so well and rotate so well. And, uh, you know, they're, they're all athletic, which gives them a leg up on everybody. They're big and athletic, which gives them a huge advantage. But then, uh, like I said, I think the big thing is they just want to play defense. And you guys have been playing some pretty good basketball as well. And, of course, playing tough competition is only going to make your team better. How do you hope a game like that one against a really good team benefits you guys as you get back into district play? Uh, hopefully the game slows down. You know, like I said, as fast as York is, and they're there on the catch. Hopefully seeing that type of speed and that type of length makes everything a little bit easier come district time. Coach, what what are you guys going to be working on in practice as you kind of get back into that district play with Clark Range coming up on Friday? Uh, you know, we got to fine tune our defense and make sure that that's still our number one priority. Uh, you know, and then continue to get lots of shots up in practice and. Uh, you know, make sure that we're making some open shots from the outside when they come up and, uh, you know, moving the ball, finding the right person wherever we're open and, you know, just sharing the ball. Of course, you guys have been playing some pretty good basketball already in district play. You've taken down two good teams in Red Boiling Springs and Pickett County. Uh, in those two games specifically, what what has kind of been working so well for your team? Well, really just having so much experience has been big for us. You know, both of those games were coming behind wins and, you know, kind of got down third, fourth quarter, and uh, so our senior leadership and, and a couple of juniors on the floor that's played quite a bit of ball for us as well. They play really well together. You know, they don't lose. Uh, they don't lose focus. They kind of stick together. So, well, I think our experience has been, been been big for us, and our leadership has been big. Talking with head coach Matt Walker of the Clay County Girls Basketball Program, right here on the High School Playbook, built by Mountain Barn Builders. Of course, uh, the win or the game last night now sets up for a really fun one with Clark Range on Friday. You guys two and zero in the district so far, and the Lady Buffaloes—they haven't lost a game since early December. Uh, what do you expect to see from Clark Range Friday night? Uh, I think they shoot the ball really well. They've got some really good guards. Uh, you know, put a lot of pressure on the defense. All five of their players can shoot it, can drive it, and then defensively, you know, they're going to try to try to take the paint pretty good, and and uh, you know, really they play really hard. I know we've had some conversations about the district, and we got to see you play a few times last year in seven single A, but it was really competitive last year, and obviously you guys had a really good team. You got a really good team again this year, and it seems like the district just keeps on getting tougher. How good is seven single A this season? Now that you are a couple games into it. It does. Our district is uh, really, really good. Uh, a lot of good players in our district. You know, I think this year we have a lot of players coming back. 
uh, we lost three girls from last year, and you know I think we lost more than anybody. Nobody else really lost more than one player each. So for the bulk of the talent from last year's back, but then uh, I think you see on a yearly basis, just even if teams do lose the four or five girls, they're still really good just because of the coaching, the tradition, the communities in our in our district, and uh, like I said, I think all those things play a factor. Coach, who who are some girls that have really stepped up and played some good basketball for you so far this season? Uh, Howie Buford has been playing really, really well. Um, Bella Ashlock has definitely uh, took pride in her defense this year. You know, she's a very versatile defender. You know, Briley has, has left her mark for four years. And uh, Abby Head, she's played really good ball. And then uh, Izzy Hale, you know, she's had some really big games. She played really great against Pickett the other night. Lastly, Coach, uh, the big game coming up uh, with Clark Range on Friday. What do you really want to see your girls do a good job of as they try to bounce back against another good basketball team? Uh, I just think just keep focused, you know, limit our turnovers, uh, you know, take good care of the ball. I think, uh, I think we pose some matchup problems for them, and they pose some matchup problems for us. So we've got to keep our focus and uh, find our mismatches on offense and, uh, you know, really settle down and, 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 uh, Round it out defensively. Going to be a really good matchup. The Clay County girls basketball team taking on Clark Range on Friday. That's head coach Matt Walker with the Lady Bulldogs. Coach, we appreciate the time. All right, thank you. Joined by head coach Rodney Pyle of the York Institute Boys Basketball Program. Uh, coach uh, fell to a good Clay County team last night, 59-47. to It was a game that you guys led for most of it and entering the fourth quarter, and it sounded like the Bulldogs just kind of caught fire in that final frame. Uh, what were your thoughts on the game last night against Clay County? Well, like you said, Clay County's got a, a really good team. I think they're ranked second in, in single A. They're they, they're really solid. They've got a good post game, got good perimeter guards. Uh, so they're you know, they really have a nice nice team. And so we came in and, and we played really well the first quarter. I think we got up six. Uh, second quarter, uh, we we messed up. We we should have extended the lead there in the second, but we didn't, and so therefore we had a six point lead going into halftime. Uh, during the third quarter, uh, they came out hot, uh, scored several points. I think took the lead right off the bat. We was able to regain the lead, and then for the most part, the rest of the game is kind of back and forth. Uh, somewhere around the four-minute four quarter to go in the game. Uh, we made a few mistakes. They capitalized on it. Uh, and, of course, right there at the end of games, you know, a lot of, you know, like I try to tell my teams, you know, just the, the last four minutes of the game is not like the rest of the game. And so sometimes you, uh, you know, you take a bad shot in the second quarter, it's not that big of a deal. You take a bad shot three minutes to go in the game, it's a big deal. And so uh, we made a few mistakes, uh, costly mistakes. Uh, they took the lead. And then they was able to build on it, and then we had to come. We had to go chase them. We had to go get them. Uh, they made, you know, obviously they we were gambling, trapping. They made some good passes, got some layups, made the free throws, made the game real easy right there at the end. So, hopefully, it's a learning experience for us, and hopefully, uh, this close game will help make us better and get us more ready for uh, for down the stretch here. Well, Coach, even with the loss, your team has been playing some really good basketball as of late. You have won eight out of your last ten ball games. What's really been working for your team over these last ten ball games or so? Well, well the first thing is uh, we 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 kind of got everybody back in the fold. You know, when we started off this year, uh, we uh, we had a lot of football guys. We had two starters and a sub that played football, and um, and so we we played four games without them, and we went one and three in those four games. 
But then when we got them back, you know, it, it was like we was hoping to just kind of mesh the football guys in. And that that really didn't work out that well. It's almost like we started all over again. And so we then we played some good competition when we got, you know, played Cobble. We went up to Corbin, Kentucky, which got a really good team. And and, and just really, we even went over to Oneida. And Oneida, I think, has got a really good single-A team as well. And so uh, we, we played some good competition. And then we finally started uh, getting, you know, getting everybody back into basketball shape and started uh, getting everybody back in the mix. And, uh, you know, we just kind of caught fire there uh, over Christmas break. Uh, we had three really good games down at uh, Sparta. Uh, we beat McMinn Central and beat Warren County, East Nashville, who I, who I think is the favorite to win AA this year. Uh, we, we, we actually played them really, really well for about three quarters. The second quarter, I think they outscored us 15, so we kind of struggled there. Uh, then we uh, went to Florida, and uh, of course, I was hoping when we went to Florida, we'd, we'd find maybe three easy games uh, <laughs> to get some wins, but uh, but we didn't. We found three very tough games. Uh, Simpson Academy, who is a private school out of Mississippi, and they'd won their state championship the year before, and they had a really good, solid team this year. Uh, Unicoi County, I think, at the time was like 13-1 and one when we played them uh, out of East Tennessee, and they're they're really solid. And uh, Demopolis out of uh, Alabama, uh, which was a very physical, athletic team as well. And so uh, we played extremely well. Won all three games. Couldn't have been more excited, more pleased with the way we played. Uh, played some really tough ball. And so, so uh, uh, you know, had a great start. And then we come back. We, we make, take care of uh, Cumberland County on the road. And then we take care of Squatchy County at home. And, and so uh, we had a good little stretch there. And then we went last night and, York, of course, last night, I think we scored 47 points. Um, you know, again, you're just not going to beat too many teams, and you're not going to beat any good teams uh, by scoring 47. So, and, and a lot of that has to go to uh, Clay County's defense. They were extremely well last night. And so we just got to work on the things that uh, Clay County showed us that we need to work on, get better at those things, and, and be ready to get back on another hot streak. Talking with head coach Romney Pyle of the York Institute Dragons boys basketball program right here on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, uh, as you get back into the thick of district play, you're already 1-0 in district play right now, but what are you guys kind of focusing on in practice? You mentioned uh, only scoring the 47 points last night. That'll be a big key kind of getting back into it. What else are you guys looking at? Well, you know, always, always uh, you know, shooting the ball. Shooting the ball is so important. Uh, you know, you gotta you gotta score points in order to win. You know, I know everybody everybody says, and I agree with it. You know, defense wins championships, but now if you don't score, you're not going to have a whole lot of fun. And so, we've got to work on scoring the ball better, uh, shooting the ball better. I think we were two out of twelve uh, from the three point line last night, uh, which we really hadn't done that. Uh, we we shot it, you know, fairly decent uh, from three point land. And you know, if we make three or four more three pointers last night, like we normally do you know it's a totally different ball game uh so we've got to make sure and of course part of that has to do with you know playing on the road uh playing uh on the other team's home court where you know they've got such a huge advantage uh just like we hope we have an advantage when we play here at home ourselves but uh, uh but again we we've got to you know work on our shot a little bit we got to get uh, more game shots uh rep, you know repping more game shots in practice to make sure we can make a few more shots during games 
Well, uh, your next one coming up going to be a fun one, and you do get to play it at home against Jackson County, a team that you had some really good battles with last year. Of course, a little bit different look in Jackson County. They don't have Trey Monet. They just got a few players back from injury, and so they'll look a little bit different, but they're playing some pretty good basketball as of right now. Uh, it's a big district game as well. What do you expect to see from the Blue Devils on Friday? Well, I think it's going to be a battle. I think it's going to be a battle like it was last year. You know, we ended up playing them four times last year, and we was, we was very fortunate. We got them uh, three times out of the four, and um, we we got a crucial win. You know, the region championship game on the last second shot by Blaine York, and uh, that was huge because that allowed us to play our sub-state game at home. And uh, Jackson County had to travel, and uh, that's a, that's just a tougher tougher situation to handle when you have to go on the road like that. So uh, I expect it to be. You know, a knockout, drag out, defensive battle again. Uh, you know, again, again, like we're talking about. You know, if I'm not mistaken, when uh, you know the district championship game last year, I think we were in the 30s or low 40s uh, at the end of the ball game. And so again, you you've got to learn, you got to work on, be able to score for a few more points. Uh, in order to give yourself a little bit of breathing room. So, uh, again, you know, they, uh, they beat Monterey, uh, last night. Uh, so they're coming in. They're, you know, that was a big road win for them. And, and so, uh, you know, it's going to be a big battle up here, uh, Friday night against Jackson County. Yeah, it'll be a really good one. York Institute boys taking on Jackson County coming up on Friday. That'll be in Jamestown. That's head coach Rodney Pyle with the Dragons basketball team right here on the high school playbook. Coach, we appreciate the time. Hey, I appreciate you. Thank you. Welcome back on the High School Playbook as we're joined by head coach Michael Dodgen of the White County Girls Basketball Program. Coach fell to a really good Livingston Academy team on the road last night, 55-45. to 45. A lot of free throws from L.A. in the game, especially late in that one. It was kind of hard to get into a rhythm. What were your thoughts on the game last night against the Wildcats? Uh, I thought it was two really good basketball teams that played last night. Um, I think it's two really good teams that you know, in this district are, are going to be able to do a lot of good things uh, along with Upperman and along with Cumberland County when it's all said and done. And uh, It's just one of many matchups, I think, that are going to take place between us and Livingston throughout the year. It's going to be a lot of fun going on down the season. Of course, you've had some good battles already this year, have taken down Upperman, got a good one there with Livingston Academy. And again, we'll have another chance, like you mentioned, on down the road. One of the bright spots last night, Celeste Reed was able to get back in the ball game and get out there on the floor, got into some foul trouble early and didn't get a ton of playing time, but still nice to see the junior get back out there on the floor. How nice was that to see for you guys? Well, it's a good sign for us, um, you know, to get her back and get her going and you know, for her to continue to be able to play. She's just going to get some time and some minutes under her belt. and Just wasn't able to withstand that a little bit last night uh, for whatever reason. But, uh, you know, that's easier to go back and say now after you've watched some film and watched what's happened. Uh, you know, got kind of a little picked on last night, I'm, I'm going to say. But, uh, you know, it happens and it, and it happens to everybody. But, uh, it was good to get her back, and now we're just going to get her rolling again. And, and Ava and, and Nia continue to do what they've been doing the last couple of weeks. They had some pretty good games last night as well, and you guys made a nice little run in that second quarter to take the lead at halftime. But specifically in that quarter, what were some of the changes you guys had made from the first quarter, and what was working well in that second quarter? Well, we were able to push the tempo a little bit and, and get some easy transition baskets and and got Livingston in some situations to where we were able to isolate a little bit and, and do some things there. And 
you know, you got to give Coach Riddle credit. She does a good job every year. Um, you know, she, she's just one of those coaches in the upper Cumberland that's been around it for a long time and works really hard and does a really good job with her teams. And, and they know their roles and they do their things, you know, to their highest level. And, and they made some adjustments there after the second quarter on us and took away some things from us and we just weren't able to overcome. I know, Coach, uh, she had talked about even before the game yesterday, coaching with you kind of way back in the day and saying that you guys know each other very well, very good friends, and when you coach against each other, there's not a ton of surprises, and so it's kind of fun watching you guys kind of coach against each other and seeing that firsthand in the game. We're talking with head coach Michael Dodgen of the White County Girls Basketball Program right here on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, one thing I noticed in the game last night, and you can tell on the stats as well when you look at them throughout the season, your team and your bench is is very, very deep. You've got some really good young players. How important are they going to be, especially on later down the stretch in district play and once again to the district tournament? Well, to top on something that you said beforehand, before you asked me that question, you know, Leslie and I have known each other for a long time, and I've got the utmost respect for her and, and what she does. And she's a phenomenal person and, and a phenomenal coach. And she, she's had to withstand a lot. There were a lot of crazy situations there a couple of years ago for her, which was absolutely absurd, but that's another time, another story for another day. But, you know, our young kids have, have done a really good job uh, for us and they've developed and we're pretty fortunate that we have a, a pretty good bench. You know, we've just got to get everybody going on the same page at the same time. Uh, you know, it's almost like one night, one kid plays well, but then the other two don't. Um, so we've got to find a way to get everybody on the same page at the same time and without the same, with through the same situations, and it's going to make us even better. Coach, it is the second loss out of the last three games, albeit against obviously some really good teams. Felt a very good Cookville team in a rivalry game. We're able to bounce back, beat Van Buren County, and then fell to Livingston Academy last night. What, what are you guys working on in practice before you get ready to take on Macon County on Friday? Well, I'll be honest with you. We've got to become more consistently from the from the perimeter. Um, you know, if not, teams are just going to sit back and and pack it in inside on us and and force us to beat them from the outside. And you know, those are just things that we have to be able to get better at night in and night out. And right now, we're just not being consistent enough on making those those jump shots and other things right there. And, when we do that, we're going to be a lot harder to guard than what we are right now. Um, you know, and, and playing in the Upper Cumberland, you know, you guys covering the way you cover and things like that, you guys get to see good basketball every night. And you don't have to go very far to play a good schedule and good competition. And, you know, we, we've done that with playing football twice. And, you know, I, you would like to see more people in the Upper Cumberland play each other like that because I think it would be a lot of great rivalry games. But, you know, when you challenge yourself, it hopefully it makes you better for the postseason. Uh, you mentioned the schedule. It's been really good so far, and it, it keeps on going this Friday against Macon County. A little bit younger of a team that's rebuilding a little bit, but they got their first district win last night against Stone Memorial. What do you know about Macon County as you get ready for that ball game? Well, they got a new coach this year, and she's working hard and doing a good job. Um, her kids play hard. Uh, just watching them today a little bit on film. They play hard. They're going to execute. They shoot the ball well from the perimeter. Uh, you know, obviously that's a huge win for them last night against Stone Memorial at home. And, you know, that's a Stone team that I, I'll just be honest with you. I think, I don't think anybody in the, 
top part of the league wants to play Stone in an elimination game in the first round of the district tournament because uh, that's just a team that if they get it going, that's a really good basketball team. Uh, you know, Macon, Macon's going to – they've got tradition. And just like every school in the Upper Cumberland, when you have tradition about your program, those kids take tradition to another level. And they want to maintain your tradition and maintain your excellence. And, you know, that's a team that, you know, they played people close. They've gotten after people a little bit. And, you know, they're a young they, – like you said, they're a young basketball team, but they've got a lot of bright futures ahead of them. Coach, lastly, what's maybe the biggest thing you'd like to see your team do a good job of Friday night? Uh, being more consistent. Uh, we and playing with a lot of energy. I didn't think we played with a lot of energy last night at Livingston for whatever reason. Uh, I thought both. Uh, it it kind of was a game that just kind of just went through the motions. Whether that was because of the officiating situation with so many fouls being called or whatever, you just felt like nobody got in a rhythm last night. And um, you know, I, I think that that's the thing that we've got to be able to go on the road and handle ourselves because. You know, here over the next couple of weeks, we're getting ready to have to go right back on the road and go play at Opperman again. And that's a, another venue that's a tough venue to play in. And, and it'll be a fired-up facility just like Friday night we'll be in Lafayette. So we got to be ready to go. we got to handle the travel and just be more consistent. Going to be a good matchup for the White County girls basketball team as they get ready for that Macon County team. That's head coach Michael Dodgen with the White County girls basketball program right here on the high school playbook. Coach, we appreciate the time as always. Good luck on Friday. All right, thank you so much. Joined now by head coach Taylor Denny of the Cumberland County Boys Basketball Program right here on the High School Playbook. Coach, a tough game with Upperman last night against a really good Bees team. Ended up falling to them 54-41. to It was a fairly close ball game in the first half and then into the third quarter as well. Uh, what did the Bees do well to make it tough on your guys? You know, they defend really well. They're really tough and physical. Of course, Coach McWilliams does a really good job down there, and they're uh, they're really big, and we're we're not. I thought we did a really good job, especially in the second quarter. Uh, you know, we, we did a really good job. We are able to take the lead at halftime. Uh, just weren't able to score enough uh, there in the second half. Coach, your team is now 1-3 in district play so far, but you've only lost to Stone Memorial by four points, Livingston Academy by eight, and then obviously the close one with Upperman for the most part of the game last night. What are a couple of things that need to go your guys' way for your team to get that marquee win in district play? Yeah, we have to uh, we have to execute a little bit better, especially in the second half. Uh, you know, we've all got to be on the same page. I think we've done a really good job of, of being competitive and putting ourselves in position in the fourth quarter. We've just got to be able to finish those fourth quarters. Uh, and I think our offensive execution will go a long way through that. I got a chance to see your team play against Livingston last week, and I thought Jackson Reed was really impressive. Of course, his role has gotten a lot bigger this year in his senior season. How much has he grown just here in his senior season? You know, he, he does a really good job. He's a really good leader. He works really hard. Uh, you know, all the players have respect for him. All the coaches have respect for him. So when he talks, everybody kind of stops and uh, and listens because he plays so hard. He works really hard. And, you know, he's not going to ask anybody to do something that he's not willing to do. Uh, you know, so that's the biggest thing is that, that he's a good leader. Then, like you said, his role's expanded a lot. You know, last year, uh, you know, he passed the ball. He played hard, and that was pretty much it. You know, this year he's having to score for us, and I think he's done a really good job with that. 
Hey, he scored pretty well, and he's got a really nice kind of turnaround jumper. That mid-range game looks really good for him, and obviously it's helped you guys out along the way as well. But, uh, Coach, I wanted to ask about just uh, the rest of your team in general, and we had talked about it at the beginning of this season, much different ball club from last year. You lose a lot of seniors and a lot of great players. You've got some younger guys playing, and you've got some seniors who are a little bit less experienced this year. How have those guys with a little less experience started to form out? You know, they're trying to do what we ask them to do. Of course, uh, you know, there's inconsistencies with inexperienced kids, so some games are better than others. But that's what I've told people. Yeah, you know, there's some juniors and seniors playing, but they're not juniors and seniors as far as varsity-level experience. You know, they're closer to freshmen or sophomores uh, outside of a couple of kids. So, you know, they're, they're playing hard. They're trying to do what we ask. We've just got to keep getting better and be more consistent, and that comes with experience talking with head coach Taylor Denny of the Cumberland County Boys Basketball Program right here on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, uh, kind of going off of that, obviously, it's never fun to have losses. However, it's not like you guys are getting blown out of every game. We just talked about how close you've been in the district contests against some really good teams like Stone Memorial and Livingston Academy. Is there a belief around the locker room that you guys are really close to playing some winning basketball again? Yeah, they know we're close. You know, we just got to be able to bust through. You know, the first First few games, we got blown out a couple times. I think since uh, since Thanksgiving, I think there's been one game, uh, you know, that we've been in the uh, third quarter, and, uh, you know, it, it kind of been decided by that point. Every other game when the fourth quarter starts, everybody's felt like we've had a chance to win. Uh, so I think the kids know, you know, we just got to clean up a couple things here and there. Uh, but everybody knows it's coming. We, we've just got to get to it and make it happen. Coach, when you're playing in games like that where they are pretty close, just haven't been able to kind of get the wins throughout this season, have you ever seen your team down at times? I mean, I never noticed it in that Livingston Academy game, and they had a chance to start to kind of run away with it, and you guys just stayed right in there and got it fairly close. Yeah, for the most part, you know, the, the kids keep chopping board. Of course, they're kids. Every once in a while, things happen. you kind of got to get them uh, back focused, you know, that, hey, guys, yeah, we're only down. You know, like that Livingston game, I think they got up 11 or 12. Uh you know, but we, we didn't blink an eye, and then we cut it back to, to five again, I think. So, uh, you know, they, they've done a really good job of staying focused on the prize, and that's what we've got to keep doing. Coach, here in January, I know you've talked about uh, kind of getting that consistency a little bit better, getting some more experience out there, and obviously that just comes with playing more games. But what are you guys working on in practice right now? You know, just our, our offensive execution. You know, defensively, we've done a good job for the most part. Our, our effort is there. We're just trying to clean some things up defensively. Uh, but offensive execution, you know, making sure everybody knows, uh, you know, their spots, their role, where those shots and things are going to come from. Uh, you know, and, and we've got, we've had some, uh, you know, some injuries and sickness hit us a little bit, which hasn't hurt us very much as far as games go, but just mispractice time, if nothing else. Uh, you know, when you've got experienced kids, you can't expect them to know through three, four, five spots. They've got to know their spot first and then kind of go from there. So, you know, just, and it kind of goes back to what we talked about earlier. Uh, just that offensive execution. So we've got to keep doing those things. Well, Coach, another chance for a district win coming up on Friday. It's a tough DeKalb County team on the road. What do you know about the Tigers this season? You know, they've got uh, they've got a really good core back. You know, they didn't lose a ton of kids from last year. They've got three really good guards. Uh, you know, and that's a really, that's as tough of a place to play as we have in our league. Uh, you know, it, it's loud. Their fans do a good job. Their kids play really good there. You know, it's, it's kind of a smaller gym than what we're used to. But it's a really tough place to play, so it'll be a uh, you know a good chance for us to go get a win. But at the same time, it'll be a good experience for our kids because there's not any harder places to play than at the Cab County. 
Lastly, Coach, what is the next step that you would like to see your team take here in this, I, I guess you could call it the rebuild process? Yeah, you know, just uh, like I said, just, you know, when we talked about that belief, but being able to go make those things happen when you're down four with four minutes to go, knowing that every possession matters, knowing, hey, if you're supposed to go set that screen, you have to go set that screen, you know, in that player, in that offense. So, uh, you know, just cleaning those things up and understanding what it takes to go win. Uh, any coach will tell you winning's not easy. Winning's hard. I don't care who you're playing. And we play in a really tough league. You know, our, our schedule, uh, there's not a lot of cupcakes on there that you can find. Uh, you know, so just, uh, you know, hey, guys, we've we played some really tough teams. We've been right there. We've just got to be able to finish that off. And we've gotten better. You know, York got us pretty good before Christmas. We played them, you know, coming back from Christmas, and we're right there with a chance to win the game at the end. So we've just got to continue uh, to get better at what we do so that those things, you know, you want to play, be playing your best basketball, uh, you know, in February uh, and into March, and hopefully we'll do that. Yeah, you can definitely see the progress being made with the Cumberland County Jets. That's head coach Taylor Denny of the Jets program. They get to Cab County and 7 AAA play coming up on Friday. Coach Denny, we appreciate the time. No problem, buddy. I appreciate you. A big shout-out and a special thank you to all the coaches who joined us on the high school playbook this evening. Dane McWilliams with Upperman, Kevin Thomas at Jackson County, Matt Walker from Clay County, Rodney Pyle at York, Michael Dodgen with White County, and Taylor Denny at Cumberland County. We do appreciate every single one of them and all of the coaches who have joined the program so far this season. It was a big night Tuesday night for teams across the Upper Cumberland as right now we are going to recap all the action, starting with the girls' side. The Monterey Lady Wildcats beat Jackson County at home 55-44 to improve to 11-10 on the season and now 2-0 in District 5 2A play. Van Buren County girls got a win over Whitwell 56-37 in 6 single A. In seven single-A action last night, the Clark Range Lady Buffaloes beat Red Boiling Springs 77-66. Clark Range has now won 10 ball games in a row as they get ready for the big one with Clay County on Friday. Speaking of the Lady Bulldogs, they fell in a non-district game to York Institute 55-30. And Pickett County squeaked by Gordonsville 44-41. In seven AAA play last night, the Upperman Lady Bees took down Cumberland County 41-25 in Crossville. Livingston Academy beat White County 55-45 to stay undefeated in district play and take sole possession of first place in the district so far. Macon County got their first district win of the season as they beat Stone Memorial 42-39, and DeKalb County defended their home court against Watertown, winning 60-51. The Cookville Lady Cavaliers went on the road to Green Hill in District 9 4A play. They won 52-28. On the boys' side of things, Jackson County got into the win column again, taking down Monterey in a 5-2A battle, 53-41. Van Buren County scored 82 points in their win over Whitwell in 6 single A. Clark Range got their fourth win of the season and first in 7 single A, beating Red Boiling Springs 51-50. Clay County battled back in the fourth quarter to take down visiting York Institute 59-47. And Gordonsville topped Pickett County in seven single-A, 68-52. And seven triple-A last night, the Livingston Academy Wildcats stayed undefeated on the season and in district play as they took down White County 55-52. Stone Memorial only allowed 18 points to Macon County. They beat them 45-18. Upperman topped Cumberland County 54-41. DeKalb County fell to Watertown 68-64. The Cookville Cavaliers went the distance with Green Hill in a three-overtime game, but fell two points short and lost 63-61. 
We'll have three more broadcast games coming up on Friday. At Baxter, the Livingston Academy Wildcats meet the Upperman Bees on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV at 540. On Newstalk 94.1, the Cookville Cavaliers travel to Lebanon to take on the Blue Devils at 545. And on UC Sports Nation, the Pickett County Bobcats, they travel to Red Boiling Springs at 545 as well. Make sure to join us Saturday morning at 9 on Rock 93.7 for the live edition of the High School Playbook. It'll replay again at 10 on Sports Radio 104.7. I'm Jacob Vinson. Thanks for listening to the High School Playbook. We'll hope you'll join us on Saturday and again next Wednesday at 5 o'clock.